This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Negotiations with China are moving along and could lead to a meeting between top government officials by the end of the month. That's the word from Ted McKinney, USDA's trade undersecretary who has been present for the negotiations. In an interview with AgriPulse on the sidelines of last week's Commodity Classic, McKinney says his view of the process continues to improve. I am feeling more optimistic. Uh, We've been the last two weeks plus a weekend with the Chinese negotiating. We think they're serious. But because we've seen this chapter and verse before where promises are made and then promises sort of unwind quickly, the enforcement mechanism is, uh, I I think, going to be an important part of Ambassador Lighthizer's negotiations. He says things could potentially come to a head with a meeting between President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping at Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort before the end of the month. But even that meeting will only serve as the beginning of another process. You're never done with China, but I would say that the meeting in Mar-a-Lago, if it goes like we all hope it does, will be an enormous milestone. And then the proof comes in, do they make the changes? Do they make the purchases? Do we do some of the things we've committed to? It's the two-way street. And so it'll be a huge milestone is how I'd characterize it. It's not the end game. McKinney says negotiators are currently focusing on the words and phrases of the deal. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue addressed a layer of uncertainty the China talks add to farmers tuning up their machinery for planting season. He says it's another variable farmers will have to deal with as they make planting decisions. What's the weather going to be? Should I plant uh, a crop that when it's going to have a drought this summer or not? There are just a lot of uncertainties in farming that we don't. many of us who don't do that don't understand. They deal with uncertainty. That's their life. And uh, they're going to have to deal with another fact of uncertainty, whether there's a trade deal or not. But uh, the fact is, it's kind of like in basketball. If you don't shoot, you don't score. If you don't plant, you don't have anything to sell. Speaking of China, an ag economist says the political realities in the country will make the kind of wholesale changes the U.S. is pursuing difficult. Arlen Suderman is the chief commodities economist with INTLFC Stone. He says China's government and population are skeptical of the U.S. We see no interest in changing those fundamental factors within the leadership of China. And the general population from the input we get from our offices and our people in China is that the Chinese population has generally been fed the line from the government. They see the U.S. is at fault here. And so while they don't trust their government, they don't like their government, they still see the United States as kind of being the bad guy. And they kind of see the United States as maybe being the reason they have African swine fever. Suderman says the African swine fever outbreak could be worse than previously known. Factors unique to the Chinese market, such as small farms and lengthy animal transits, are exacerbating the disease. Outside of issues for the domestic pork sector, he says that will also lessen demand for feed imports. Total liquidation right now has hog feeding down about 20 percent. So soy meal demand into the swine industry part of it is down at least 20 percent. That's a significant reduction uh, right now of soybean demand into China from any source at this time. Suderman says 10 million sows were cold in the fight against the disease, leading experts to estimate a five to seven year recovery period. Finally today, the Environmental Protection Agency says it has submitted a proposal for year-round E15 sales for regulatory review. 
An agency spokesman confirmed the move to AgriPulse Monday afternoon. He said the proposal includes the reed vapor pressure waiver needed for summer E15 sales as well as reforms to the renewable identification number market. He says EPA hopes to expeditiously propose and finalize the rule consistent with the president's direction. Last week, EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler said to ignore reports the agency wouldn't be done in time for the June 1st driving season. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.